0: So all of this, the DNA of the course, is really designed to help leaders think more clearly and have a way to articulate their point of view with others who are rightly, you know, enthusiastic about this, but maybe not tuned to all of the issues that are there. This is AI for Leaders by AI Leaders. Practical to-the-point content, helping you drive results with AI. Here's Chris and
1: Frank. Hi, welcome to the AI Leadership Podcast. I'm Frank Strickland. I'm Chris Whitlock. We have something that we are very excited about Uh we are going to talk to you about a new course. We're going to talk to you about a webinar that we have coming up. Two of them uh, coming up this week invite you to the webinar. And big shock, uh, the course and the webinar uh, deal with chat GPT and large language models. We're use, this? Yeah, We're going to use this episode to give you Uh, a preview of the course, but we're also gonna give you in this episode some very practical content that we think you can begin to implement right away. Uh, And then we'll talk more about what is in the course, which is even more content. Uh, and what we're going to be doing in the webinar. Let me say just quickly, Chris, um, we solicit feedback uh, from our community. We're trying to build a community of AI leaders. And uh, Stephen gave some feedback on an episode of the pod where we ask a bit of a play on words, does remote work for AI teams? And we talked about remote work, hybrid models, in-person We drew on some research and a a paper that we had written for CIA a number of years ago. We brought that forward and integrated a, a big body of research that Microsoft had done on several thousand of its own employees, and we went through our point of view on how data science leaders can think about distributed teams and remote work and hybrid models. And so Steven said that was very helpful. He has a fully distributed, fully remote team, and he said that was very helpful to him as a data science leader managing that team. So we appreciate that feedback. We invite all of you. Give us feedback on this episode, other episodes. Tell us what's been useful, what is less useful, and tell us about topics that you would like us to address in the area of leading AI and advanced analytics. Very much covet your feedback. Uh, if you would, subscribe to the channel, rate and review us on Apple and Spotify. It helps to get the word out to the community. Try to We are trying to build a community of AI leaders. So, Chris, let's jump in. You made a snarky remark about ChatGPT. Actually, you were set off a few months ago uh, to do a body of research. And so before we get into some content in this episode on the research that you did, let's just step back and say, what what prompted you to kind of catch fire and, and do a body of research on how to lead the implementation of large language models
0: uh, working with a lot of different advanced analytics and ai teams over time as this came out it was apparent because it's really potent in the a in the ui the user interface uh, people were excited about it but there are some challenges in putting this to use and even the broader technology of large language models and deep learning methods. And yeah, as I was listening to people talk in meetings um, in different fora, it just became apparent um, it would be really helpful to document some of these facets, help people think about them more clearly, especially
1: for leaders. Mm. I would say, Chris, that the people that we have talked to in the wild and and this course was really born, this research was born out of both reading what people are saying and what people are doing. Um, a lot of misunderstanding, not an insignificant amount of misuse, but also our being out in the wild and talking to leaders. For example, we had a conversation, which I know you'll recall, with a an executive in the strategy office of a Fortune 100 company. And he said, we're getting recommendations on use cases and estimated ROI from, you know, and he named some consulting companies, three of them, um, and and those are important. And we know we have to get started using this technology. But, but how do I reason my way through the selection of use cases and, and how do I think about large language model strategy, and for that matter, AI strategy, you know, for an enterprise, a large enterprise. And so that really led us to put together um, this approach, this framework, which we will share with you, our community. And it starts with the perception that chat GPT is simple. Uh, and as Chris just alluded to, the, the user experience is drop dead simple. If, if you and our community don't have an account, uh, we would encourage you to get one uh, while you still can, a free account. Um, and it is a, a prompt bar, or you might call it a search bar, as you're accustomed to, similar to what you're accustomed to with Google. And you put your questions or your prompts in, uh, and it responds. Uh, and we'll say more about this in the course, but but that machine has been designed to respond to what you put in. Uh, and so it gives the impression to users that it is very simple, and therefore you tend to have what this strategy executive uh, articulated. You know, enterprises have use cases for it, and so, you know the pressure is kind of on to let's go buy an LLM uh, and get it moving. And Chris, you talked about a three-part criterion. Just l- let's give that before we go to the bigger um, reasoning framework. You you talked about three questions that leaders should ask themselves. T- talk about that if you would, please.
0: Well, I think this. You know, the great thing about this capability area is it's create a lot of buzz on ai but when you look at your mission problems problems you have today where performance is off you know one of the first questions is can ai or affiliated machine learning techniques help improve performance and if we believe that that is the case it's something where ai and machine learning can help move performance there's then a subordinate question is deep learning a relevant method for that, uh, deep learning and large language models? And they are not always, right? They are not always. And if they are, what size or what type of LLM is right? And chat GPT has sucked all the oxygen out of the room. It tends to be what a lot of people think of. But there are a wide range of options and thinking through what you need for the problem is actually the an important part of the art form for leaders in guiding this
1: process to putting the technologies to use. Nice. So instead of the perception that chat GPT and, and it has been conflated and I'm sure in our community, you know, you all listen to podcast, you, you read, you, you see people on, on streaming channels that are talking about chat GPT. It's getting conflated with all of AI implicitly or explicitly, you know, chat GPT and LLMs. That is the totality. It's synonymous with AI. So the perception becomes that that's all simple. We would talk to you and, and encourage you to talk with the networks uh, in your organization, where you work and where you build and deploy solutions. The, The reality is that AI is varied and complex. And in the variety, there is a lot of ambiguity. And we go through this in the course, but Chris just alluded to it. Just your mission problems, especially in a large enterprise, um, and a large enterprise could be an Air Force squadron. Uh, it could be one engineering department in one line of business in a manufacturing corporation. There are lots of mission tasks or business tasks in an organization of those sizes, and there's going to be ambiguity about performance. And so that leads itself to the need to perform analysis and understand answers to Chris's question, where in the mission performance do we need to get lift? Where do we need to improve? And then in the complexity, in answering his questions, is the improvement suited to AI, or better stated, is AI suited to improving this performance, giving performance a lift? And if so, does that lend itself to deep learning or one of the other wide range of other AI techniques? And we we go through this in the course. And even within large language models, it's not a model or a model type. Um, And so you need expertise in order to cut through that complexity and develop a set of programs and projects. So what we would suggest is you don't need to rush out necessarily and buy an LLM for a use case. Um, the, the portfolio approach, especially for a large enterprise is ultimately what you're going to be looking for because you have a variety of problems and there are going to be a variety of approaches therefore that is suited to that. Well, to put the portfolio approach together As Chris started with, you start with your mission problems and understanding where you have performance needs in those mission problems or in business problems. And that's going to frame a set of choices for you. And you're going to frame those choices and you're going to choose among them, make decisions based on knowledge. And so that knowledge or lack thereof on this tech large language models, LLM tech um, that caused us, along with seeing the misunderstandings and the misuse that drove us uh, to create a course. And so we want to now give you a thumbnail of what is in that course. And so Chris, go through these elements uh, to give people sort of an overview of the richness of the course that we've created.
0: Sure, sure. So I I think the first part on the left is arming leaders and participants in this community with ways to think about LLMs. And, you know, a simple message here is it's much bigger than consumer use of LLMs, as you would experience with Google Bard or ChatGPT, etc. We articulate three roles that you can put an LLM into four functions that they can do. It's, they're not all the same in the nature of the work that they can perform. There are five implementation paths. And and Frank, while you were mentioning by an LLM, we we actually implement these technologies. They're available in different uh, venues or formats. And the task for organizations is to implement them. That may include uh, some purchasing activity, but we outlined five implementation paths. And when you're doing that, in any one of these uh, four functional areas, there are six, effectively six task types that you can ask A large language model and this deep learning approach to address and they have varied risk they're not all equally risky and so we arm you with ways to think about that now in the center one of the key issues is actually evaluating the output and understanding the output and it's a vulnerability area for organizations and it's something you should not underestimate Uh, we give you four attributes to look at when you are evaluating llms in the test process testing process and then we explain the linkage to the three drivers on that quality output and If you get your head wrapped effectively around that and then those factors to the left here, uh, three, four, five, six, we would argue that really equips people well then to grapple with the four big conceptual design issues that you need to think about when tackling any individual problem those four are also pertinent in crafting a larger strategy. So all of this, the DNA of the course, is really designed to help leaders think more clearly and have a way to articulate their point of view with others who are rightly you know, enthusiastic about this, but maybe not tuned to all of the issues that are there. Once you've wrapped yourself around that, You've got to think about implementing. And in uh, this Chris, next... one, oh, forgive me,
1: just just one second, so people can grasp here in the thumbnail that you've given. This is a rich, practical guide. It's pretty close to a playbook. It is certainly the the set of frameworks that you need: roles, functions, implementation paths, task and risk, you know, quality evaluation, conceptual design questions. It is certainly the set of frameworks that you need to put a playbook together. Uh, And we haven't seen anything like this. Uh, If you're out in our community and and you've encountered, you know, this type of content in a course or in a book, let us know. But it's a rich body of very practical, you know, how-to content. So then, Chris, you were about to do the what's more, we might say, uh, if if you've done this work, uh, then you want to put together an implementation plan, an actual playbook uh, and we've given people the framework for that. So what does that look like?
0: Yeah and I think here just the short form answer for everyone is what the course does is to outline five big, categories of implementation activities and those we show the annotations here just to not make this slide overly busy there are some activities that every project has to do in this space to sell and initiate and they really create a foundation for success then there are potentially any number of activities in four other categories on the right contractual organizational readiness activities, which are crucial, uh, software and compute infrastructure activities, and then those that are specific and pertinent to the LLM itself. And what we do is walk through in the course, as you as a leader are guiding varying of the implementation paths or structuring a portfolio, how do you think about this mix of activities? And we try to tune you in to the issues you need to look at. And our balance here, what we're seeking is not be extraordinarily technical on the one hand, but not be too conceptual on the other. So we are trying to get that Goldilocks view, which is arm you with enough technical risk richness that you feel comfortable understanding both opportunity and limits. And as those can impact practically the risks in your organization as you look to implement this and put it into operation. And we do think there are a variety of effective ways to do that. But if there's a dominant theme right now, you might argue it's that we tend as a community to underestimate the complexity. And just making sure you're stepping away from consumer use to understand these bigger issues. That's really what we're looking to arm people
1: with here in the course. Ah, fantastic, Chris. So for you all out there, that whets your appetite a bit, we hope, uh, for the rich substance that is in the course. But we want to give you more. If you go to our website, AIleaders.com, AI leaders.com. Uh, you can grab one of the lessons. It's lesson number four of eight lessons in this course, and it is the lesson on implementation options. And so Chris, it introduces the five implementation paths that then get pulled through, uh, the rest of the course. Correct. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. so you can go each of these lessons are about 15 to 20 minutes long and so in about 17 18 minutes uh, you'll go and get this lesson four and it'll give you you know a very practical sense uh, of the course content how it's delivered uh, etc and so you can get access to that free charge at ai leaders.com uh, then we are going to have chris and i a couple of webinars uh one on wednesday of this week at noon and one on thursday uh, at 6 30 p.m eastern uh, tried to stagger those for those of you that is more convenient you know during the day maybe at at, at the noon hour around lunchtime and then for others that just can't do it during the day Uh, at 6.30, hopefully um, after some supper there. We will host a couple of webinars for about 60 minutes, and we're going to go through some of this content, and we're going to go beyond even what is in the course content to, again, give you some very practical information that you can begin to apply in your interaction with solutions, designers, developers, or if you're a solutions designer and developer, interacting with mission and business people to make these choices, do the conceptual design, detailed design, technical selection. We're gonna give you some very practical information in those webinars. Uh, we will present that information, but we'll also take your questions uh, during those webinars. So the yeah, sign two up- thoughts the- there,
0: Frank, for people who may wonder kind of what you might get. If, if you walk away with this, uh, freedom isn't free, neither are LLMs, mm-hmm. and we'll unpack a little bit about cost in that, right? That, I yes. think the other thing as a principle is uh, some perspective on wrapping LLMs in other capability, and we'll give you some insights into some innovative things that are there that uh, can help both solve problems but also illustrate challenges uh, with the LLMs in a really practical way.
1: Cool. So we'll put the links to register for one of those two webinars in the show notes. Uh, You can also go to our social channels, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, AI Leaders, uh, and find uh, those registration links. Please register and also share this with colleagues, again, Generally speaking, in the YouTuber space, people will talk about developing a following or developing an audience. Uh, Chris and I aren't being cute with the word because as you can tell, if you've looked at pictures or looked at us on YouTube, we we have no possibility of being cute ever. Um, But it is important to us, substantively, we're trying to build a community of practice and that practice is in the leadership of AI and advanced analytics. Um, We need, we America, both for purposes of GDP and purposes of national security, we need tens if not hundreds of thousands for the larger GDP, qualified leaders, leaders equipped uh, to leverage this tech. And Chris, that prompts a real quick uh, footnote question, but an important one. Our previous courses and work have tended to be very focused on national security. Is this course tuned for national security leaders, or or what audience uh, is this course applicable to?
0: Uh, No, I think people will find this is pretty eclectic in industry examples and pertinence. Yeah, this is pretty eclectic on that score, but relevant. Uh, in the same way, I, I think, to uh, to many of them. It's not general. We're illustrating principles but using uh, insights and examples from a number of industries.
1: Yeah, so very applied and practical and we would say if you're in manufacturing, if you're in consumer packaged goods, if you're in technology, media, and entertainment, or if you're at CIA, DOD, Uh, Center for Disease Control, uh, Internal Revenue Service, et cetera, et cetera. Whether you're in commercial industries or you're in the government, federal, state, local, uh, you can find value in this course. So the registration for the seminar uh, will be there in the show notes. Uh, Again, you can get access to uh, that free lesson at AIleaders.com. And so we hope that this pod provided you with some practical info on reasoning your way through uh, a portfolio of choices or at least beginning to reason your way through that, uh, whets your appetite for the course, and then we'll look forward to seeing you in one of the two webinars. Um, Give us your feedback on this episode. As we said in the beginning, uh, please subscribe, please rate and review. Uh, It helps to build the community we are going to do a series of podcast episodes coming up on coaching AI practitioners. And so stay tuned for that. If you have questions or if you have best practices, if you have worst practices in coaching practitioners, uh, go to our site, hit the contact us button and give us feedback. And we will incorporate that into these uh, upcoming episodes on coaching AI practitioners. So. For that, uh, thank you for tuning in to the AI Leadership Podcast. We appreciate you. Indeed.